day, my name is Lerise de Toy and I'm the Provincial Manager of the Polokwane CSR branch. Good day, my name is Anne-Marie Kok and I'm a Multi-Product Legal Advisor in the Polokwane branch. Today we will be discussing the different practical elements that needs to be in place in a business with regards to the Poppy Act. We will also discuss what it means to have a Poppy data breach and also the implications thereof. Larisse, will you please explain to our audience what the definition is of personal information? Well, Zanmarie, the Pupia Act clearly sets out the definition of personal information, but to give our audience a practical idea, I'm going to list a few. Now, personal information is viewed as a person's name, surname, ID number, contact details like your cell phone number, your email address, residential address, postal address, your biometric information, marital status, employment history, as well as communication in writing or voice recordings that is exchanged between the business and the data subject. Taking this into consideration, Sanmari, can you please explain to us what is a data breach? Yes, ladies, a data breach can be explained as the intentional or unintentional release of secure or private and confidential information to any unauthorized person. Sanmarie, this seems like an extreme daunting task for a business. How can a business prevent a poppy breach and what is the consequences of said breach? In short, the company will have to identify risks, establish and update current safeguards, implement access control policies, and on a constant basis, make sure that the employees are trained. The business will also have to implement an ongoing poppy awareness campaign in order to avoid any poppy breaches. It is also important to note the regulator may institute civil action for damages against the business for a breach, whether or not there is intent or negligence. A court issuing any order for damages must also order that such breach be published in the Gazette. Therefore, it will also tarnish the reputation of the business. The penalties and the fines furthermore includes up to 10 million rand or up to 10 years imprisonment should the business fail to comply with the Poppy Act. Zanmarie, are you telling me that a business can be held liable for a breach even if that breach was due to no fault of theirs? Yes, that's correct, Larisse. No business can ever be 100% poppy compliant due to the external factors as well as human error. However, the onus is still on the business to ensure that they do everything in their power to avoid a poppy breach. Sanmarie, I'm also aware that poppy places an obligation on a business to make sure that the information that's being held by them are specific, relevant, not excessive, updated, not misleading and complete. What practical steps can a business take to make sure that they comply with this requirement? To answer your question, I will recommend that the business must identify all personal information currently held and used by the business by making use of CSR's data mapping tool to identify what information is still relevant and what information must be destroyed or de-identified. Samira, I just want to stop you there. Our clients really don't understand the importance of the concept de-identified. Now, de-identified means to destruct, delete, destroy information in such an extent that it cannot be re-identified. Now, re-identified means to put information back in its original form. Now, this concept is not just applicable to hard copy documents, but also to electronic data. That is correct, Larisse. I will recommend that the business must take these practical steps to comply with the Poppy Act and to identify their risks. 
the business must break down the risk into six categories. So the first category refers to the physical security of the premises. There, the company needs to evaluate the security measures that's currently in place or also the lack thereof, like the security doors, the burglar bars, the alarm system, the surveillance system, and also the access control policies and procedures. When we get to the second point, that refers to their electronic or their computer and cell phone security systems. There, the company needs to make sure that all computers, tablets, or even cell phones that they use in the course of business must have an antivirus. They also need to back up their data on a daily or a weekly basis and keep that backup in a secure location. All computers also need to have a password on that is not known to any other individual and they also need to change that password on a regular basis. Our third point refers to the physical storage and the use of hard copy documents. There, the company needs to make sure that all documents are categorized and filed away and also the data room or filing cabinet must be locked and secured at all times. Ladies, can you maybe think of anything else that the business also needs to have in place? Sanbury, I want to add a fourth category, and that's basically destruction and de-identifying of documentation. Now, documentation can be recycled, can burned, or shredded. I would recommend if a company makes use of a recycling business that they require a destruction certificate. I will also recommend that a record must be kept of all information destructed and that they make use of a professional service provider or programs to assist with the electronic formatting of electronic data. Then we got to get the fifth category, namely training of personnel and poppy awareness. The business must make sure that the employees are trained on a regular basis and that they sign internal poppy policies. The company must also implement a poppy awareness campaign and have fourth monthly meetings to identify any poppy breaches. Then the sixth category is that a company must make sure that there is non-disclosure confidential agreement in place between the business and a third party that's got access to their personal information. Sanmari, thank you very much for these examples. This will assist our clients a lot to make sure that they can identify current and future risks and to try and eliminate any possible breaches. Speaking about risks, I'm aware of the Experian data breach that occurred in August 2020 that affected 23.4 million South Africans' personal information. Are you aware of any other poppy breaches that took place in South Africa? Yes, ladies. So NetBank suffered a data breach during the last few months of 2019. And South Africa was also hit by 14 major cyber attacks across several industries, including IT, retail, insurance, banking, as well as transport. The most concerning part, however, is that it takes companies and public bodies almost half a year to identify a breach in some cases. This is a frightening thought. It's clear that a business cannot be 100% poppy compliant, but they should ensure and try to be as poppy compliant as far as possible and to avoid any poppy breaches. Yes, Larisse, this is a daunting task for businesses. And thus, I will recommend that you contact your nearest CSR office to obtain the specialized assistance of our legal advisors.